There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free discover betmgm the betting app sports fans in the capital region turn to for non-stop action all winter long take the excitement of football basketball and hockey to the next level with same game parlays exclusive signature bets odds boost promos and much more Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with the new set of tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will be shipped fast and free to you or to one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The best athletes don't just play the game. They change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive. It's easy. And best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. They've got an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, it's the way tire buying should be. At the bottom of this hour, John Middlecoff. Of uh, the Three and Out podcast, he's a former NFL scout. He will join us to talk about the NFL draft, which concluded this weekend with its seven rounds. We'll talk to him about that and uh, much more going on in the NFL. But for now, let's go back to the NBA. And tonight, right now, you got Philadelphia and Boston. And look, give Philly credit. So far, they're hanging in there. It's 38-36. 
with about 10 minutes left in the second quarter. It looked for him at a, a few occasions. It's looked like Boston might blow this thing open, but Philly's fought back and they're hanging tough right now without their best player, Joel Embiid. But the nightcap is, uh, I think that's a game, particularly with Embiid injured, that everybody's looking forward to. And that is the Denver Nuggets hosting the Phoenix Suns for game two. Uh, Phoenix was beaten pretty soundly in game one, 125 to 107. Uh, Kevin Durant was asked afterwards if he was surprised. He laughed at it. He said, no, I'm not surprised. They're the number one seed for a reason, which is true. Uh, Denver Nuggets haven't gotten a lot of respect this year, but they are the number one seed, best record in the Western Conference. So, Rob, where are you at on this series? I mean, do you, you know, who, I don't know who you, who, who'd you pick before and, and what do you think after game one? Um, I did pick uh, Denver. Um, so, I mean, I was surprised at the score, but not that they won and they're at home and I get that. Um, but I, I think, um, you know, when you look at the Phoenix Suns and what they've been through and Durant getting hurt and not playing that much and, and what they had to give up, I still think that they're thin on the bench. Yeah. And that's going to come back to haunt them. I just, I, I, you know, we talk about the stars, but you also have to have guys who can play, come off the bench, keep you in the game until your guys get a blow and come back out there. And I think that ultimately is going to catch up with them. And they'll look at it and say, A, they didn't win the Phoenix Suns because Durant got hurt. They didn't play a lot together. And B, that they don't have the supporting cast that they need in order to make that run. And and Chris Paul's 40 going on 50. I mean, it, these are just facts. Yeah, I mean, that, look, a few things to me are evident after game one. And, and I think it was more important for the, the uh, Nuggets to win game one than the Suns. We've seen just... You know, with the Warriors series, a lot of people thought it was over when Sack won the first two games. I don't know how anybody could think it was over when they were they won at home, though. That, uh, Rob, you know it's NBA. like I think we talk about this every year. Nowadays, it feels like whoever won the last game, you know, unless it's like a three-one series or something like that, whoever won the last game, people tend to think they're going to win the series. You know, it just it, it it just seems strange. You know, people maybe because the coverage is more than ever, and we talk about it more than ever. But it definitely seems like whoever wins the first game or th- that night's game, especially early in the series, people tend to think they got all the control and they're gonna win the whole thing. But um, the the Suns. It's interesting because, like you said, Chris Paul, he they he's got to give him more. He had 11 points and five assists. And maybe he can't, to your point. He's going to be 38 this, in May, this month. But they only have, like, their depth, they're the thinnest team in the league because of the Durant trade. And that means that unless Book, that Booker and Durant aren't going to score 80 points every night combined. And so Chris Paul's got to up his scoring. DeAndre Ayton, they got to make sure he gets more involved and he gets his scoring up because he only had 14 points and because they know they're not going to get much off the bench. And so that's something that they definitely, uh, I think they're going to have to they're gonna have to get. And they're going to have to cut down on the turnovers. They had 16 in game one. Durant has seven. 
which is doesn't make sense for a guy. He doesn't handle the ball that much to have seven turnovers. And he's 2-12 and 12 in the playoffs when he's had, you know, seven or more turnovers. That's a lot of games with seven turnovers, uh, 14 playoff games. But, uh, you know, he can't he, – he has to be more sure with the ball. But I think, too, Rob, bubble Jamal. Jamal Murray. Remember in the bubble when they went to the conference finals, the Nuggets, he was great. He was the leading scorer in the, in the playoffs that year. It wasn't Jokic. Jokic did his thing, of course, but Murray was the leading scorer, 26 points a game to 24 for Jokic, and he had 34 in game one. If he's going to be bubble Jamal, then I think they can they, – they're not only a threat to Phoenix, they're a threat to everybody if Jamal Murray's going to be like that great second player next to Jokic. Yeah, they got all the firepower that you need. Um They've been good all year. Like this, they're not surprised, you know. Even though people right. haven't been counting on them or thinking about them, and, and basically saying, "Hey, you, you know, you're Missouri to us. You know, you got to show us before we buy into you." But they've done everything that you need to do. Like, like the whole year, uh, knock on wood, they've been able to stay healthy, you know, and all the other things. And so, it lines up for them. Like, I don't know how you don't look at this team and say, why would they feel anything other than confident going in? And then you take care of, you don't, you know, beat the Suns, you take care of them, you know? And, and that game one to let them know, yeah, yeah, we were the number one seed. Right. And, and I think they did that. So let me ask you this, because, you know, we, we know, at least there's a strong sense among people that Durant, when he left Golden State, obviously there were some issues there with Draymond and all that. But part of it was he wanted to show he's going to win it without them. And obviously it didn't work out in Brooklyn. They really didn't give themselves a chance. But he demanded the trade this year. They trade him. Phoenix was one of the teams on his list. Phoenix is, look, they don't have depth, but they are top heavy for sure. They, they, he and Booker are probably the best offensive duo in the league. Not the best duo overall, but the best offensive duo. And obviously Aiton is a very capable seven-foot center. And Chris Paul, even as he's not, you know, he's older, he's still a pretty good point guard. But if Durant doesn't, let's say they lose this series. Forget getting out of the West or winning the championship. If he if they lose in this series, do you think this has any impact on his legacy? No. I I, I think there're just too many excuses that line up for him. A um he was injured, didn't get a chance to to have a chemistry or build with that team. B their bench is real thin. I think anybody who's honest about looking at them, that's a fact. Uh, and number three is if they lose to the Nuggets, they were the number one seed in the West. If they didn't lose to a, a lesser power or they lost to some team that really wasn't that good, say they lost to the Lakers or a team that was below them. I mean, they would have lost to the team that might that was going to the Western Conference Finals and maybe the Finals. I, I just think it depends on who you lose to and how it looks. So I, I don't I don't think so. I think obviously if they win, if he, if he wins, then then and they win the championship, it can elevate him. But I don't 
I don't think it like would say, oh yeah, see he can't win because the situation isn't great. It's not. It's just not great. I think obviously his legacy is an all time great, probably top twenty player is set. Um, and as you said, I do agree that he can definitely help his legacy more than he can hurt it. Like if they win the championship, it just really boosts his legacy. He did it without Golden State, even though this is a talented team. They got issues, and, and, and they went to point, the fi- and they went him, to the finals and lost without him. So that right, that would well, be, and that was two years ago. Like right. I don't even think they're like this year, Rob. I don't think they were a contender without him. Like before they made that trade, they were good, but I think they, I don't think they were as good as like the Warriors and and the Lakers and and maybe the Nuggets, like. I think their window had closed because they really only had one big score in Booker. So it's not even like they're a year removed. They're two years removed from that team. But I I mean, I think there would be a little stain. I mean, it doesn't drop him in the quote-unquote rankings. But there are those that still want to say he hasn't done it without the, the Warriors and the Super Team and – you know, I mean, we we can go over all the stars. We talked about Clyde Fraser, some asterisks by those rings. So, and the thing, the thing that's the worst to me for Durant, if they lose this series or don't win the, get to the finals this year or even win the championship, is that the window, it, it, like we talked about, Chris Paul being old. I mean, Chris Paul, what's he gonna be like next year? Where they are they gonna be able to get depth next year? Like, Durant needs, if he's going to win again, he needs to win now. Because there's just no, it's kind of like the Lakers and LeBron. Like, their teams are older, and their star players are older. And so, who knows what Phoenix will look like next year, how good Chris Paul will be next year. And so, I think that's where it hurts. Is like, man, he might not win it again. And so uh, it'll be interesting. Look, I'm not writing them out. I picked them to win this series, and I still think they can. Tonight's a big game. I wouldn't say a must win because, again, we saw – we've seen teams be down 2-0 and win. But uh, they definitely need to go out and play well. And if they got to win, they all of a sudden wrest control of this series from the Nuggets. So let's throw it out to you guys, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Does it hurt Kevin Durant's legacy if they don't get out of this second-round series with the Denver Nuggets? Your turn to weigh in, 877-99 on Fox. It's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, Fox Sports Radio. It's too soon, bro. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo! Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all the sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. If you're hearing this promo right now, it means you're listening to some other show. Uh, well, why the hell are you doing that? Yeah, get your priorities straight. Well, maybe, Tony, they listened to this week's episode already. I don't care. Listen to it again. Yeah, great point there, Tony. Anyway, you. so you listening out there, make sure and go do that and uh, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the – Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, it's The Odd Couple live from the Tyrite.com studios. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. 
You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, TV, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place is beautiful, folks. Bundle and save at Progressive.com, 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in on how winning or we're losing this series against the Denver Nuggets in the second round. Would that affect Kevin Durant's legacy? Your thoughts? Roger in Miami, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, hey, uh, KD has been one of the best players in the NBA for several years. Now, I was a fan of Nash and Stoudemire, and Stoudemire was one of the best ones. And and they, uh, but but KD's got a couple of championships and MVP, so his his legacy is secured. But the uh, uh, I'm Stockton and Malone and all these guys, they're entertaining. I'm, I'm I'm looking at games for the entertainment value. I'm kind of unbiased, although I wanted to see the Nuggets do well. And when the Clippers just barely beat, uh, I mean, the Suns barely beat the Clippers when their best two players weren't playing, that gave the Nuggets fans and the coaching staff a little bit more uh, – Hope and uh, and confidence that they could they could handle that. And uh, my, my my question for you guys is: um, as I'm watching these games, these referees are uh, are, are kind of inconsistent on their foul calls. The other day, uh, Kawhi Leonard was really defended real well by the Clippers. He couldn't move. Well, he got two points out of it. You know why? He changed his pivot foot and traveled, and the ref didn't call it. Devin Booker did, and I did, too, at the same time. I want to see some fairness out there. And even Jimmy uh, Butler, he pushed that Milwaukee buck uh, ahead so he could catch the ball and lay it in to go hey, overtime. Roger, I'm just going to say get in line with the gripes about the officials. I mean, we, we've seen it. Uh and it's unfortunate. Yeah. All you want is consistency. Nobody's perfect, but you want more consistency. Even if you make Appreciate consistently it. wrong calls, like you let traveling right. or then, you let then, then, But it's got to be play. consistent. Right. Do it for everybody. Right. Yeah. And, and that's the problem. Uh, let's go to uh, Raymond in Milwaukee. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Raymond? Hey, uh, what up, y'all? First time caller, long time listener. Thanks, man. Big fan for both of y'all. Yep. Good but, to uh, have you. Uh, yeah, but uh, Katie's right. I think it's Katie's. He should have stayed in Golden State. Well, he 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 certainly had better chance of winning. That ship sailed. Would have kept winning. I mean, who was going to beat them? Right, right, right. And, and Chris, uh, you you just said Katie was a top twenty talent. Uh, all time. So uh, does that mean you, he wasn't in your top ten? Yeah, he's not in my top ten. Okay. Well, uh, now what are y'all basing that top ten off of? Like championships? No, I mean it's a mix of things. Championships certainly factors in. Uh, individual achievements impact on the game, both from a league standpoint and from an individual and team standpoint. A big moment, so it's yeah, it's a lot of different factors. It's not just championships, though. Okay, but I, I'm gonna that, that this Warriors Lakers series. I think it's legacies on for Curry and LeBron. If LeBron gets past Golden State and and uh, gets to the final and wins it, you know he he'll tie with uh, Magic and Kobe right. uh, for uh, most rings in, in Lakers history. And for Curry. Uh, I think he's a top ten talent already, but don't don't you think we we it just has to be a, a Suns Warriors Western Conference Finals?
finals, man. It just has to Hell, be. It, it'd be fun. That's for sure. We're going to get into the whole Lakers, Suns, legacy, and what could be on the line in that series in the next hour. But, yeah, I mean, I think, gosh. I mean, there are so many of these series. I mean, as long as you got LeBron or Steph in it uh, against KD, it's going to be interesting. But Steph, KD, Suns, Warriors, that would be crazy. Aaron in Stockton, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Rob and Chris? Thanks for taking my call. But yes, sir. for the question, is this series going to affect Durant legacy? I'm going to say no, only for this reason. Uh, Phoenix, they're playing against Denver, right? We know Phoenix made the trade. Denver, as we know, they've been playing together for some years now. They have the chemistry. They've just been missing Jamal Murray. So to me, this series represents a cohesive team, Denver, they got all these right. pieces they've been playing for years, and now you got Phoenix, they got they made a uh, trade deadline, and they're trying to, you know, catch up with the chemistry. So if Phoenix would have played Sacramento, no excuses. They've never been there. Y'all got to beat them. Phoenix playing the Clippers, no excuse. Westbrook new to the team. Eric Gordon new to the team. Y'all got to beat them. If they played the Lakers, D-Lo's new, Reeves is new, no excuses. Y'all got to win that series. But against Denver, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give them this year. And then next season, I'm looking at Durant. Okay, Durant, next year, your legacy's on the line as far as can you win without the Warriors. That's my take. Nah, that that look, that's an intelligent take. That's a lot of what Rob was saying. My only issue with that, and it's just, I mean, it just kind of is what it is, is I don't know what they, like, if next year they might not even be this good. Like, who, it just don't know. I mean, Durant himself has been injured a lot. But Chris Paul, what in the world is he going to be next year? Now, they might make some moves. They might bring in some other players. But this group, it's just going to be a year. And and really, the only one that's really old is Chris. But he's going to be a year older. So it's going to be tough. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you guys, if you KD, Chris Paul, and Booker, we know Kyrie won his money. Do you all convince Kyrie, hey, bro, come to Phoenix for this year, Take a pay cut, bro. Just come win for one year. I know Kyrie and KD did. Well, it, it, it all depends on what their relationship is, KD right, and Kyrie. I, you know, I mean, I'm sure they're still friends. Kyrie's but I mean, not taking does a pay he cut play with after him? all the right. money he lost. The too. He lost the, the Nike deal. He lost a lot of money. I, I, I don't see it. Yeah, he right. did. Okay, thank you, guys. All right. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I just don't see it. And he's point. already won a ring. He's not. It's not like he's looking for a ring. He's, right. he's got it in his back pocket. Last one, Kyle in Houston. You're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Chris, Rob, thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. A lot of interesting callers. Uh, I got my question is, what is KD's legacy? He ruined his legacy when he was up three-one against the Warriors and decided to join that team the next season. Uh, this dude, one of the most talented players basketball has ever seen, just does not have that X factor. I don't think when you consider a player's legacy, you do have to consider everything. And one of those things is that dog in him. And I'm, I just don't see that dog in him. You think LeBron, you think Steph, you think uh, Kobe, you think uh, Jordan, of course. I even throw T-Mac and Vince Carter above uh, Kevin Durant. Not wow. talent-wise. 
but just just want just trying to get that drive. Like T Mac, Every, everybody's not built the same. I, I just I just think that's too arbitrary. And to what but, to what dog did Tim Duncan have? What what dog did he have when he won his five championships and could have won six? He could be six and zero if Kawhi Leonard doesn't miss a free throw. What what dog did he have? Because I he was the, the fundamentals and didn't say anything. What dog did he have? He had a bigger dog than KD. I see. Had. I just, I just don't know yeah, what dog. I, I, he I has. do think Duncan had dog. I, don't. I, I think some people replace oh, oh. they they mistake dog for yelling and talking a lot and strutting around the court. Duncan didn't do any of that. But you, I, I think he definitely had a strong killer instinct. I don't think there's any the question way, about that. The way he plays basketball. He wants to play. He'd rather be sitting in his living room playing video games than tweeting. I, he but does, but, like, but, he, but he, I, he went to Golden State and won the Finals MVP twice. What do you want the guy to do? What what else do you what want him to want do? Is him to win it on his own? No, but I'm saying Are you, without, without, without State, that stack But I'm team, saying when he say. went to Golden State, it wasn't like he just went there and they won and he didn't do anything. That's all I'm they saying. Just, he was up three one. He was up three one on them. The, the Steph was up back. three to one in the finals and lost and. And what? You don't hold that well, against Well, he was Steph, saying because right? he went and joined that team. But he stuck yes. with Steve. I, 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 I just – I mean I, – I, It's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, if Durant doesn't win another ring, obviously, like I said, he's going to be an all-time great. But there are people that are going to hold that against him, um, you know, that he, he, he only won with that stacked team. But, all right, it is the odd couple. We got John Middlecoff. From the Three and Out podcast coming up, we're going to switch to the NFL. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It's Chris and Rob, the Odd Couple, live from the Tyrec.com studios. Our next guest does a great podcast, Three and Out, for the volume. He's a former NFL scout. We welcome in John Middlecoff. John, welcome to the Odd Couple. Hey, what's going on, fellas? What's up? We are great, man. Uh, obviously, the draft just took place. So much to talk about. Let, let's start in New York. Aaron Rodgers, of course, is a Jet. Everybody's excited. But that was one of the worst offensive lines in the league, arguably the worst. And they didn't do a ton. They got, what, one tackle they drafted in the late rounds. Uh, didn't do a ton to improve the line. I think they wanted to, but didn't get a chance to. Do you think that offensive line is going to be a big problem, or does Rodgers kind of solve it himself with his intelligence and quick release? Yeah, I think he definitely helps. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how much at this point in time you can count on Beckton, who they drafted really high a couple years ago. And right. has been a major disappointment. They, I think they did draft the center in, in the second round. Uh, the, the one thing they got going for him is – you know, this, this change for Aaron has forced him, like, you know, he hasn't been going to OTAs of the offseason for, for years now. Well, he's doing it this year. And I, I do wonder if the cohesion with him, he clearly, a lot like Brady in the sense of he's seen it all, he knows the offense that he's coming into, unlike even when Tom, when he went with Bruce Arians, right. with Hackett, they have a good running back, uh, you know, and they have, you know, pretty talented weaponry around him. So, yeah, I'm actually pretty bullish on the Jets. I I think Aaron's going to be, you know, kind of reinvigorated. He's going to be just – I mean, he's going to have a lot to prove, a lot like when Tom went to Tampa. And the other thing is, like, their defense is good. 
So they don't – one thing that Aaron didn't have most of the time in his career in Green Bay, and I feel like sometimes I'm an Aaron defender, not because, like, I – I understand some of the red flags about the guys over the year about you know being a teammate, not always taking responsibility. Even when he kind of turned on the Packers, like getting mad at them for cutting the old players. Like Aaron, this is the NFL. It's like he started right. pissing off the guys that they got rid of. It's like right. yeah, they, they should have got rid of them all. But his defenses, for the most part, were not that good. And a lot of times when he lost, and he lost to the 49ers a lot during his career, they were always kind of built on defense. And you know. From Green Bay, it's hard to play in the cold weather. You're not going to be able to score 40 points in frigid temperatures. And I think you kind of see that with Buffalo now. It's like you can't just have like a run-and-gun team when you're an outdoor team. So, mm-hmm. And I think the Jets are built much more you know, to be almost better in December and January if they have a high-level quarterback than some of the teams he's previously played on. So do you? where do you see them in the AFC East? Some have them as low as third. Maybe some have them as tops. Where are you see yeah, them in I mean, the I, AFC I think, East, and as a are they a legit Super Bowl contender in your mind? Yeah, I, I would put the AFC as a whole like this. I think there are two teams that have proven that they're just above everyone else right now, right? The Chiefs and the Bengals. And then I, I would put the Jets right there with the Bills. You know, and I like Josh wow. Allen, but like, let's face it, it's not like they. I mean, they, they get bounced a lot in the second round too. So <laughs> you know, I, now now the difference is, in fairness to the Bills. You know, now Sean McDermott has been a playoff head coach now for a while. There, there are some questions like, can Robert Sala be a playoff head coach? And that is a fair question mark. But we had that with LaFleur, and you got Aaron Rodgers, and boom, they, they were in right. the NFC Championship. Let's, let me ask you about the Detroit Lions draft. Did you like it, and how surprised were you when they got Gibbs, the running back from Alabama with the 12th pick? Where, where are you on the Lions and what they did? Yeah, I think I, I philosophically believe, like, don't take a running back in the first round. I would say you throw that out the window this year because this draft was viewed pretty terribly. I, I think the Cowboys said after the first round when they were in their press conference they only had 11 guys with first-round grades. And I think if you took the average team in the NFL, like most teams would have had less than 15. So the Lions, once they traded back to 12, I mean, there's a chance they only had a couple first-round graded players on their draft board. And I think this guy was going in the top 20. The other thing is they didn't just get Gibbs, right? When they traded back, they got Gibbs and that 34th or 35th pick. So they basically got two players. And I think they took a tight end. So they basically got Gibbs and the tight end. And then they also took a defensive player with their separate first-round pick. It was their own. So I I did not – I wasn't against what the Lions did because they've also proven that they turned on Swift, who clearly they, did, they don't like – and if they're going to take the next step with Goff, who clearly is their quarterback, who kind of, re, you know, I would say just got, you know, he went from being kind of everyone viewed him poorly to had a pretty good year last year. They made the Super Bowl in L.A. with him when they had a good running game. So you get a powerful running game. You get a physical player who's a versatile player as well. I like I liked their team last year. I think that second half of the season. My only question with the Lions, this big picture, is like like Aaron Rodgers, for example, in the Jets. Like They're kind of going to be the hunted in a weird way, even though they haven't proven anything. But Rodgers is kind of used to that. What's Dan Campbell and the Lions going to act like when everyone takes them seriously every week? Right. I, right? See, I, like, I agree. I think, that, I think it's the second season after you do that 
that tells you whether or not that was just a blip or you did make that move. I, I totally exactly. agree. And, and, and I've seen it before where people get excited. And, then, and, and the one that bothered me was the Carolina game, if you remember. Remember they had won like four in a row or whatever? That was the game to determine where you were going to be and how you could you know uh, control your own destiny. And they got punched in the mouth and embarrassed. I think they gave up almost 400 yards on the ground or whatever it was. It was ridiculous. Exactly. I would imagine he says, you know, that linebacker we take in the first round is immediately going to help with that. We're going to slow the game down just in general with this power running game with this Alabama running back. And they also they also signed Montgomery, right? So they, they have just a more consistent running game. Uh, and I, I think offensive weaponry, I mean, I love their wide receivers, even though, you know, Jameson's betting on college games. He's gone for a little bit, which is which is a blow. But, you know, as of right now, I mean, I'll probably pick them to win the NFC North. Like, if we had to pick, you know, division winners. But you wouldn't feel great about it, you know. But right. you just look at the division. Like, you're not going to pick the Bears. I think you have to think the Packers are going to come way back to earth. And the Vikings, you know, that obviously statistically they had that crazy season where they won all those one-score games. It's usually that comes back to regression, right? You know, the Lions have never won the NFC North ever. <laughs> In the Which history is, of the franchise? Yes, since they changed it. You remember it used to be the Central, but since they turned it into the North, they've never won a division, which is mind-boggling. But we'll see. Well, that, well that's the crazy thing about the Packers losing Rodgers, right, is like they don't always win the division, but really since Favre and Rodgers yeah, at right. the beginning of the year, basically everyone picks them to win it, and they, you feel you feel like that's just going to happen, right? So I think those days clearly are over. John, we got about a minute left for your answer. Um, now, you know, it's one thing to critique the quarterbacks coming in before the draft because you don't know what the situation they're going to be in, coaching staff, so on and so forth. Now that you know where Stroud and, and you know, Richardson and, and obviously Bryce Young are and any, any other quarterbacks you want to name, Levis, who do you think um, is in the best situation and – going to really be the bust-out star, if there is one, of this group of quarterbacks? Well, I think Richardson and Bryce are both in good situations, given that their head coach is the offensive play caller, and Frank's proven you know he can coach quarterbacks. He can be an offensive coordinator you know, with Philly and then even with Indy when they had some healthy quarterbacks. And obviously Steichen, what he did with Jalen Hurts, who there are some comparisons Obviously, they're different body types or whatever, but like a running quarterback who was raw and needed to be developed. So to me, those two guys should just feel good about the main guy is also their coach, and that to me is always a big benefit for a young quarterback. Like you've seen it with Mahomes, with Andy, right? right. You see it with uh, who any any young quarterback when their head coach. You saw Mac Jones' whole thing fall apart because of this huge disconnect. Now you know C.J. Stroud. I'm a big believer in D'Amico Ryan's, but. His offensive coordinator has never been an offensive coordinator before. He's a young guy. You saw it with Robert Sala when they had to fire LaFleur's brother because mm. it just became kind of a disaster. So I, anytime the head coach is kind of proven to be a good offensive coordinator, it's not guaranteed to work, but I, I think that's, you know, the thing you just bet on. One of those two guys, you know, both right. teams are, you know, the Colts are better, I would say, than the Carolina Panthers, you know, based on the last four or five years. But uh, I, I like those two spots with their two coaches. That's good stuff. That's John Middlecoff from the Three and Out podcast on the volume. Thanks, John. Great stuff, John, man. We appreciate it. Warriors in five. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's our man, Middlecoff. 
Uh, Rob, speaking of the Lakers, who the Warriors will be playing, uh, should Dylan Brooks regret poking the bear? That's next. Ah, a couple Fox Sports Radio. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know, in today's world, it seems like the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service, as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, You'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Iowa Sam ain't playing. That's all I'm saying, my man. You representing the cornfields well, brother. Yeah. All right, we're live from the TireRack.com studios. At the end of your first year, Discover Credit Cards automatically doubles all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earned is doubled. Seriously, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Rob, um, Dylan Brooks, of course, didn't talk after they were beaten by 40. That's become his custom. 
Um, but he talked the next day, I guess, on their exit interviews. And he was asked if he regrets talking trash to LeBron James. Here's what he said. Do you regret the comments made after game two with how it then evolved into this huge wave of putting the spotlight on you and your team and whether or not it, you know, geeked up LeBron or whatever, but do you regret making those comments after game two? No, that's who I am. You know, I don't regret it. I'm a competitor. I compete. You know, I don't think it got LeBron geeked up, you know, as he back in the playoffs. It's been a little while, so I think, you know, you know, he was ready to play. Um, and overall, we just got beat better by a better team, bigger team. Guys that have their whole team, their whole pieces there. And, you know, I'm just going to you know continue to be me and um, get better at what I do. You think he should regret it, Rob? No, because I don't think that that's the reason that they lost. I, mean, they I agree with two, that. Two hor- horrific shooting games. I mean, I, I don't think that was – it would be one thing if Dylan Brooks was defending LeBron and LeBron scored 40 on him or something. You know, like if it was that. But it, that's not why they lost. So, I, I mean, and that's who he is, what he's talking about. There's guys like that, Patrick Beverly, certain guys who play with – that's what they need to motivate them. So – it would be weird if he were to change that, um, you know, and it always looks bad when you don't win. If you, if they would have won that series, nobody would be asking him, did he regret it? You know, it's just kind of like the what happens after the, after the fact. We talk about the bulletin board material. There's plenty of times when people give people bulletin board material and they still win and nobody ever goes back and says, you regret uh, – Saying what you said, you know, no, because you won. That's all. Yeah, I I agree with you that I don't think it was the reason the Lakers won the series, but I do think he should regret it. You know, he don't have to admit it. I get it. That's who he is. That's his persona, you know. But I feel like he messed up, Rob, in a few – I feel like there's a few bits of evidence. One, if you remember – he stopped talking. Like after game three, when and they were only down 2-1. You know, when LeBron went to him before the game, after Brooks had been like, I poke bears and blah, blah, blah. And LeBron went to him before the game and said something. Um, and then Brooks, they lost. It was, but it was only 2-1. It was like the series was far from over. And Brooks didn't really say much from that point on. So I think... He stopped talking, which to me shows you kind of knew, look, I, I don't need to be doing this the, or it's not working out for me. The second bit of evidence I feel like, Rob, is I rather than getting in LeBron's head, I think he got into his own head. I think all the hype and all the hoopla and everything, the criticism of him, Rob, Dylan Brooks is a, is a pretty good player. I mean, he's averaged about 17 points over the last four years. Uh, two years ago, Rob, you might not even you even find this hard to believe. In the playoffs, he averaged almost twenty six points a game. Yeah, uh, that's that's hard <laughs> you know to believe. What I'm right. So I think he like all those open threes he was missing. I think he was in his own head. So in that respect, I think it hurt him. Yeah, uh, yeah, but, but but they weren't beating him. Because no, I mean not they that not yeah, the way, I not agree. the way they, that they they, they just theory. didn't play well. They they 
They played well or maybe early without jaw, and then they – I mean, they turned in two all-time stinkers shooting the basketball. Yeah, and two. they're not a good shooting team to begin right. with. I mean, but I'm saying, but Banger those are all-time shoot. stinkers, like two of them. Yeah. Well, AD shut off that, that paint. I mean, AD, Rob, I, offensively he's up and down, but I got to give him credit for the defensive end. I mean, he – he was historically great, I thought, in this series at protecting the rim and the paint. Um, he had like 26 block shots or something like that. Crazy. So, um, Rob, Tyrese Maxey, obviously a big player for the Sixers, just turned his ankle. I don't know how serious it is. He was able to walk off, but he's out, he's out right now on the All bench. Right. But he looks okay. All right, we got an hour left. It's the ACA, but y'all know what to do. Lock it. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. The best athletes don't just play the game. They change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive. It's easy. And best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free 